Charles Haley. You're listening to nothing but Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, quits to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Break the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the right side. breakdown man we're gonna be doing it big over here i'm your guy 49ers mike underscore nfl and to my right is my guy tony also known as nj niner fan 499 on the twitter sphere what's going on tony how you doing man yo what's going on not much not much man now let me ask you a question we didn't really get to do a sound check are you hearing any feedback right now no how about you nothing no no no. i'm good i'm good i'm good i just want to make sure because you know um we sometimes get some uh some feedback here when we start this, so I want to make sure that we're good to go here, and that's what I like to hear. So, all right, let's uh let's get to it. If this is your first time here on the YouTube page, we thank you guys for checking us out. If you enjoy the show, please give us that like button. That thumbs up is very very important. Apparently, it helps people find us. All right, uh, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know exactly where we're going live. Okay, uh, give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. That is nothing but nine. ERS again, that is nothing but nine ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitch. We are broadcasting live on two out of those three right now. Also, that is nothing but Niners. That is spelled all the way out some spaces in between. Okay. Um, listen, guys, there's a lot going on in the world of 49ers. I didn't get a chance to put the pictures up there, but we have some topics to discuss. But before we do, Tony, uh, we had a good we had a good post pod discussion last night, man. And uh, do you remember the question I asked that kicked it all off? Uh, no, I don't remember the original question. I believe the original oh, 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 is somebody overrated? Okay, so let's 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 let the <laughs> let's let the viewers in on what our little conversation was about. Go right and, ahead. And uh, 
and then we'll go from there. Now, the question was about Kyle Shanahan. Okay, it wasn't about Jimmy Garoppolo. It wasn't about the upcoming rookie or anything like that. Hey, this is my girl. Welcome back. Hey. Hey. is back. It looks like, all right, she said, I've been away for a bit and been missing my NBN fam a lot. Good to be back. Here's a little something for you. Um, Love, love, love. Thank you so much, Miss Debbie. I hope you're feeling better. Uh, You've been constantly in our prayers. And, well, I can't say what I was going to say, but. We'll, 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 when you know, you know, when you know, you know, uh, but it's very, very good to have you back here. Thank you so much. We have been uh, missing you. Your presence is absolutely uh, missed when you are not in the chat. We can tell, we can tell Miss Debbie keeps me on my P's and Q's. I see her in the chat and I'm like, all right, Mike, you got to calm down. Cause you know, if I get out of line, Miss Debbie lets me know, I know you don't know what you are doing right now because you wouldn't be doing that if you were thinking that she lets me know she gives it to me. I like that. I like it a lot. She keeps me sharp. She keeps so you in check. She does, man. She absolutely does. And I'm, I'm happy that she does it. I really, really am. So we had this discussion about head coach Kyle Shanahan and we, we compared him to Sean McVay and stuff like that. And my question was simple. Is he overrated? Kyle Shanahan has a losing record and da 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 da. There's all these little factors and everything that that contribute to it. Um, is he overrated as a player, a player, a talent evaluator, and all that? Tony, what were your thoughts? You can try to surmise it in a couple of minutes here. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? A couple of minutes, Jesus God! Uh, you just said it was a half hour rant, but um, basically, like, is between you, Brian, and myself. Um, I came to. I think we came to the agreement that he's not overrated. Um, he's been dealt a bad situation, you know, compared to rosters from year one with McVay to the to Kyle, injury sustained. Um, you know, as far as player evaluation and decision on, on acquiring players and their theory in acquiring players on overpaying or forfeiting first round picks, that's really not this team's forte or formula to do it that way um, where the Rams just don't value first round picks. They rather go for a proven commodity rather than, you know, not a question mark, but a younger unproven NFL commodity uh, player. Um, I'm sticking to my guns. I don't think he's overrated. I think he's a better coach than Sean McVay, in my opinion. Um, The proof is in the pudding two and oh this year with a poor roster. Beat them both games, swept them this year. Um, and it always just seems like Kyle's one step ahead of him. So, you know, McVay tries to go to the bag and do something. Kyle's got an answer for it. So I, I just feel he's the better coach, and I'm, I'm glad he's our coach and not their coach. <clears throat> there was a there was a very uh, eye-opening moment there. You know, a lot of uh, there's a lot of coaches in the NFL right now who are descendants of Kyle Shanahan's. And we discussed uh, how they're doing, Sean McVay and LaFleur. Um, but we also came, we concluded, we found the biggest difference in there. And do you do you remember what that was? The no, biggest difference between Kyle and them was how Kyle, those guys can call plays but it's the way kyle designs and schemes things which is a little bit different it's a little bit more in depth and it's obvious every time we play against those teams correct 
You know, it's 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 the difference between um, you know, having a good offense and then having an offense that's gonna go up against a good defense and still produce. You know, we've seen the Rams be held to three points with starters, yeah. healthy offensive starters. I don't know that we've ever seen the Niners have anything close to that when they're healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of a single time where I'm watching a game where the starting quarterback is in there and it's like, what are you doing? And now there's times where I'm yelling at the starting quarterback, but the team still puts up points a lot. And I, and I think that's, I really, really think that's a, uh, I think that's a big difference there. So yeah, I like that. I like that, man. All right. So let's get to some of the news here. Um, I got to save this picture. We're going to start with the, uh, the news of the day for the 49ers. I see the Rams fan is in here. McVay is not a descent of Shanahan. Okay. They were on the same staff when he got hired, but that's okay. I was going to say, you don't want to break it down for him? He's a coach for for the Washington football team, and Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. So, I I mean, I I don't know how he's not (laughs) a descendant of him. Right. Descendant of Shanahan. But, okay. (laughs) Oh man, listen, shout out to the Rams fan that's always in here. I appreciate it. Look, look, McVay has a winning record and Kyle doesn't. And Kyle swept him with a depleted roster. So uh, listen, we're not gonna go back and forth all day. Um McVeigh's the you better coach. To the Rams fan? No, it was cool. McVeigh's the better coach. McVay is Shanahan's under the McVeigh tree, so you know, we're good. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. All right, let me let me get this uh, image here. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I believe this is the one here. Boom. Oh, wait, I got to get the comment off. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, good call. All right. Breaking news. Edge rusher Jordan Willis has been suspended for six games. Now, this was the news that uh, that came out earlier today. This is the latest news for the 49ers. And um, honestly, you know, I think I, I believe that this is worth discussion because this isn't just uh, yeah. a whoop-de-doo type of thing. I actually uh, – well, let me, let me, let me see. What, what do you think about this? When you, when you saw this um, – I think it's a bit concerning. I'm going to tell you why because it's two in a row. We had Harrell yesterday, and now you have Jordan Willis today. Um, I, I I hope that this is something that they were experimenting with supplements on their own. I'm not saying it's steroids, but I, I've read an article where a guy legit took like a, like a non-steroid or a non-human growth substance and it, it flagged him. And it, literally all it was, was like, I, I don't, I don't think it was like a creatine, but I don't even remember what it was called, but it, it was like legit not a steroid or not like something that's like enhancing according to like I think he got it over I forgot who the player was I think it was like a GNC product and it flagged them so these guys gotta be careful they really gotta look at this list and I hope to God it's not going throughout this locker room like you know guys are like hey try this stuff it's good it helps you with your workouts blah 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 blah. it's just a little concerning that's two players in two days from the same team so I kind of hope all right the Stops here, but as far as Jordan Willis, they brought him back on a one-year deal after acquiring him from the Jets last year before the trade deadline, 
And like, you know, I think he finished with two sacks, maybe two and a half sacks, two and a half sacks, five quarterback yeah. hits. And yeah. by the way, he played in nine games last year, but he only played in seven for the 49ers. He only played in seven for the 49ers. So uh, this this graphic I saw on Twitter, and I, I really like the way this graphic was done. If you guys can zoom in that top left corner, this is from Steve Milan, uh, yeah. who is who is uh, incredible with the graphics and stuff like that. I, I love the way yes, he does sir. the graphics. So uh, I wanted to give Steve a shout out here. I know we have the, the uh, official write-up here from uh, Ian Rappaport. That reads as follows. The NFL has suspended 49ers defensive lineman Jordan Willis without pay for the first six games of the 2021 regular season for violating the NFL uh, policy on performance-enhancing substances. Now, the good news is, all right, we get them back after the bye. I like that. I like, yes, yes. I really, really like that. Um, And I think that this Does this open the door for Arden Key? Or... Do they bring in another piece? If I'm the team, I don't bring in another piece. So we've been doing these uh, roster breakdowns, and we're already starting to get some positions that are different. You know what I mean? Where last year they kept five, and this year I think we keep six type of thing. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not sure that if, if he's healthy, I don't think you go and replace anybody. I think yeah. you just let it ride out. We saw them do it with the long snapper, and then they later Nelson. on got rid of him. Um, so, Yeah. So I think that they, I think that they keep him around. I don't think they release him, and I don't think you don't want to, you don't really want to sign somebody else to release somebody else. Yeah, uh, especially when you don't know how things are going to shake out. So uh, I think they keep him around. Um, I think with a larger role and another year in this system, Willis could have found his groove. Uh, he didn't get a ton of snaps, but he was effective when he was out there. Now yeah. I will say one of the sacks that he got, I think it was him. I think it was him. One of the sacks that he got, the quarterback kind of fell down and like gave himself up, and he was the closest guy there. I think that was Willis. I could be wrong. There was another guy um, that got that. What's the other guy's name? Former first round pick, Jordan. Um, uh, jo- no, 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 no. Deion. Jordan. Deion Jordan. Deion Jordan. Yeah, that was another. So that that happened with him also. Um, but that's really all the all the news that has happened today. Unless I missed something. Was there anything else with the 49ers? Um, not to my knowledge, just I think this is the only thing today. No, I've been I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and uh, no, no problem, man. There you go. There, no doubt, Steve. Right there. You do good work, um, buddy. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> when I was watching, uh, I mean, listening to podcasts today, I keep hearing this. Uh, people are referring to this Mike McGlinchey interview on KNBR. Did you catch that? No, I didn't catch it. Neither did I. And I actually went back and looked for it. I downloaded the app and it's not listed there. I don't know where people heard this this interview. Now, I did find a script of the entire thing. So maybe it was an article. Maybe later. That's what you got to watch for. Every now and then, like around 10 o'clock at night, I'll get like an alert for like five new five new podcasts on KMBR. Well, I'm wondering because KMBR also has writers and I found the article, but I cannot find audio. So I'm wondering if this was one that was an article only. So Could I'm wondering, be. but what I'm hearing is that McGlinchey is up 20 pounds. 
He played wow. at 295 last year, and they're saying he's around 315 now. Well, you gotta you gotta keep this into consideration. He's probably gonna drop anywhere between five to eight pounds in training camp. So um I, I would say he could fluctuate. I don't I don't want to see him under 300. I really don't because I think that was the number one thing with his the, the, the number one key factor in his struggles last year. He was way too light. Way too light. And you saw yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that the added weight is good. I think it depends on how we put that weight on. Um, but I that was one of the takeaways that I saw in the article that I liked. The other thing was uh him talking about he 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 went on this spiel about I'm I shouldn't say spiel because it sounds like I'm being dismissive, but talking about like the mental health and how uh when they were in Arizona for those last three weeks or however long, they were really just in a room and then you go out and practice and all he did was like read Twitter comments and all the hate that was coming towards him. We have seen that shut down other players on this team before, right? Yeah. Oh, they said it was with Murph and Mac. What why can all right, let me let me let me see if I can find this. I'm going to see if I can find this right now, Tony. We we might do a live breakdown of, of this interview. Because he oh. said it was with Murph and Mac. Bro, I I checked all day long, I refreshed, I searched by name. Let me see. Let me see something here. I'm Let checking myself right now. Because I'm getting annoyed that I can't find it. And now I, I deleted the app. It's not on mine yet. Boom. Yeah, Mark Harris, Sean Estes. Well, I have the actual Murph and Mac app. Here we go. Three hours ago, Paulie's podcast, Scott Miller, Tony Rain. Sean Esty, Mark Cazanazaro. Now this was apparently this happened yesterday, so it should. Be, yeah, it's still not here. Yeah, it's, it's not still online not either. So I I don't know, and I've got episodes from three hours ago. So I don't I don't that's know. Um, Steve said he'll shoot me a DM. I appreciate it, man. If you can find it, that's great. If you find it, great. If not, don't worry about it. Um, but this is what I wanted to ask you, man. He, he mentioned um, the end of the season, how the Niners did, couldn't go back and play at home. So they were in a room other than practice. And because of the isolation rules, they weren't even allowed to like go out and socialize. So he's in this room. He's on Twitter. He's reading all the negative comments and all that stuff about himself and just going down this rabbit hole. And I can only, he, I can only imagine that the player feels depressed and stuff like that because 49er fans are really, really nasty to certain people. Yeah, and Mike Lynchy is one of them, right? Uh, but my my question to you is this: less about what he went through reading the tweets, and more about the fact that I forgot that the Niners didn't have what was it three home games? We played three games in a row in, in Arizona. It was home, Correct. away, and home, or something like that, right? Correct. Yeah, the last three, the last three games of the year, they got they got thrown out of the stadium. Hmm. My question nice. to you is, huh? That's nice, right? Throw them out of their yeah, own right? state. Exactly. And playing in the enemy's house. Now, my question to you is, how do you think that affected the team? I know at the time we kind of said they, these guys are professionals. They got to go out and play. Uh, but that's happening in a regular year. I'm starting to think maybe. Uh, you know what? Let me shut up. What do you think about that? What, about the whole experience of staying in Arizona? I honestly think it, it messed that. It, it, I 
I, I think two things. I think it kind of pulled them together a little bit, but then on an individual basis in their personal lives, I think it messed people up. You're shut out from your family. Like you're three, four months straight in Arizona. And if I remember correctly, I don't think they were allowed to have contact with people that were not a part of the organization. There it is. There it is. There it is. That's like the motorcycle backpack. Um, yeah, but like I think there was restrictions as far as them being able to be in touch or physical contact with people that are not a part of the organization due to COVID uh, restrictions. So, you know, it could play a mental game on you a lot. You know, I know he has a lot of like, you know, things going on in his personal life. He has a brother that has, um, I believe, autism, um, you know, that he's very, very close with. So, you know, it's it's a tough situation to be in, to be locked in a hotel room and you just can't have any contact with your family. Obviously, you know, physical contact, like being in the same room, seeing them in person and stuff like that. So it it does put a strain on human. You know, <clears throat> I I was so dismissive of the, of the conversation last year that I, I feel like I owe the 49ers an apology. Uh, last year, it was more of a, oh, they're professionals, they'll get out there and they'll do it. You know, like, no big deal. But when you couple being away from your comfort zone for that long with the COVID factors where you can't even socialize with your own teammates. Yeah, that's another thing. They were not allowed to be with each other. Yeah, other. that screwed up. You're allowed to play football together, but you can't. Yes. That, bro, I was really, really, really dismissive of that. And I, I feel like I owe the team an apology. So this is this is Mike Andrews officially apologizing to the 49ers players and and not putting enough um, weight on what they were going through down the stretch uh, for for themselves, for their families, and, you know, for the team, for the faithful. Uh, I was really, really dismissive. And so um, I apologize about that. That was not right. We should We should have been a little bit better. We should have mm-hmm. been a little bit better. All right, um, let's uh, let's get to this breakdown here, um, and we are discussing tonight the offensive line. So let's um, let's see here. Dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun. Boom! Now I got to be careful here because they break up the offensive line in like three different groups. They have mm-hmm. OL for offensive linemen, then they have mm-hmm. T for tackles. Um, I believe we have one C for a center. And then I think we we might have, is it an OG or just a G? I think we have a G somewhere too, don't we? Yeah. That's Tomlinson. A, B, C, D, all right, F, K. All right, so they don't have him listed as that anymore. Okay. All right, so he's just listed as an offensive lineman. I just want to make sure we go through this all properly. Okay. So we had a question here, uh, and this is on topic. Uh, from DJ Malone. He says, uh, Mike and Tony, uh, I was going to save this for the madness later, but since you two were talking offensive linemen, the Mexican O-lineman we got from the IPP, the international, uh, if he makes the team, where on the line will he play? He's a tackle. Okay, he is a go. big tackle. <laughs> he's a big, tall dude, man. He can't play guard. He's, uh, I think I read somewhere he's 6'9 or something. He's 6'9, 332. 332, bro. 
he's a big dude, man. And it's a bonus because he doesn't count against our, our, our total roster number. So, But he is eligible for the practice squad if the team does see something in him. So, yeah, DJ, I think he would be a right tackle. I don't think he's left tackle material. You know, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's anybody heavier than him on the whole team. Because the Niners aren't known for – Zach Kerr might be the only player heavier. I said 332, right? Yeah. Here, let me see. Yeah, Zach Kerr is 334. This guy is 332. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Holy mm-hmm. smokes. And he's 6'9". Oh, my God. So that's pretty incredible. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to these offensive linemen, man. Uh, let's start with the center, the only center of the only official, only center on the team. Everyone else is a, is a swing player. Uh oh, Brendel should be listed as a center. I don't know I, if he, they. I, I thought he plays guard also. No, I think he did play guard. I think with Denver a little bit, but I I think he is. He's going to be getting reps at center with this team, in my opinion. Because behind Mac, I think the next guy in line would be Brunskill. And I think you would need to get – if they're not going to bring Ben Garland back, you would need to get a third guy ready because of, in case of injuries where now if, God forbid, Mac goes down or a guard goes down or a tackle goes down, Brunskill slides over to another position. Now the death between Mac, you need that second guy in case of emergency. Not saying he's going to make the 53. But at least have him on the practice squad, getting reps, you know, and 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 to be prepared in case he needs to be called up. Brendo is one guy I would keep keep the eye on. All right. So last year they kept nine offensive linemen in total. Now I even have a breakdown of tackles versus guards versus centers. How do you want to do this? Whatever we, whatever you want, I'm gonna follow your lead. Whatever you want to do, we'll do. All right. I so just think first, it's different this year, though, because of the certain players we have. But go ahead. All right. So based off of what the team, how they have him listed, and again, this roster depth, not the depth chart, but the roster, uh, the designations come from a media person, not from the actual team. But they have uh, the only center, pure center listed right now is Alex Mack. Um. And then there's a, a bunch of offensive linemen. They have Aaron Banks, Jake Brindell, Daniel Brunskill, Tom, Tom Compton, Alfredo Gutierrez, Corbin Calfusi, Sinio Calamente, Calamete, sorry, Colton McKivitz, Jalen Moore, Dakota Shepley. I got a feeling about this guy, but we'll, we'll come back to that. Lincoln Tomlinson and Isaiah Williams. Let me go down to tackles. Let me see what pure tackle they have listed here. And there are three of those. Sean Coleman, Mike McGlinchey, and Trent Williams. All right. So that is three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. That's 16 guys, and we're supposed to chop this list down to nine. Uh, and the, and I think there's some new intriguing factors here. I really, really do. So yes. um, let's uh, 
let's let's do a breakdown by uh by positions let's start with offensive tackles last year at the first final 53 um they finished it with four trent williams mike mcglinchey colton mckivitz and justin school uh do you think they keep the same amount of tackles this year I think obviously the top two are the locks that are starters. I think Colton McKivitz will be back. I think it's going to come down. I think you have to keep Sean Coleman in play because of his experience. And like you said, numerous times on several shows, they had opportunities to move on from this kid and they just keep bringing him back, bringing him back. He opted out, the injury, the out, and now he's still here. You know what? thing is there. I'm, I'm making this harder for you than I should. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. This is what we'll do. We'll go down this list and we'll say make it or not. You keep track of who you have making the team, and then we'll di- we'll put them. No, 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 no. Not 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 the names. Just how many okay. making the team or not. I don't want you to keep track of the names. Just how okay. many you got making it at the end. Oh, okay. We we match up with the nine. So okay. let's start with the center. The only reason I'm saying that is because I realize I haven't done that for any other shows, and I want to keep it uniform. All right. So Alex Mack, making it or not? Of course. Okay. He might be the only lock on this team other than, well, Trent Williams. We'll see. All right. So Alex Mack, we both have making it. All right. Here we go. In alphabetical order, offensive lineman now. Aaron Banks. You have him making it. Rookie from Notre Dame. Yes. Okay. I have him making it also. Why do people say Notre Dame and it's Notre Dame? It's N-O-T-R-E. But people from Jersey, maybe is it a Jersey thing that they say Notre Dame? Notre Dame. I'm from Jersey. No, you say Notre Dame or Notre Dame? Notre Dame. You put the R before and after. Notre Dame. Yeah, you're saying yeah. Notre Dame. You're, so yeah. you're putting when you say it, you're putting two R's in there. Yeah, I think that's a Jersey thing. Is it? I think so because there's only one R in there, dude. It's N O T R E. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't, I can't help it. All right. Notre Dame. But it's Notre Dame, not Notre Dame. And people yeah. from Jersey say, I've heard Norder, N-O-R-D-E-R. See how this person here says, I say Notre Dame. I've heard that. I've heard Notre Dame. It's crazy. <laughs> the R is silent. The R ain't there. How about this? We're just going to call them the Irish. <laughs> You see how I get off on tangents? I'm sorry. All right. Aaron Banks, you have him making it? Yes, we're up to two. All right. <laughs> Jake Brindell. This is an interesting one. He's got three years experience from UCLA. He's 28 years old. I don't um, have him making the 53. I have him as a practice squad candidate between him and Shepley. So we're still at two. All right. I also don't have him making the final roster. All right. Uh, Daniel Brunskill? Three. We got him making it. Mm-hmm. All right, I got him making it also. That's three. Uh, Tom Compton. Next. I don't have him making it either. Uh, Alfredo Gutierrez. No. Can I? Can I? I, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him, so I don't know. What if he's really good? Here's what I – okay, so – my my question is, he's going to play right tackle, and this dude is the size of Trent Brown, and they didn't want that. 
Yes. So why would they? Why why would he make the team? It's it's part. Why would he make the team, or why would they even bring him in? Well, no, I know why they brought him in. It's a freebie. You, yeah, you, you just do it. I completely understand yeah. why you bring him in. It's a freebie, but why would he make the team? He's got to really, really be impressive and light on his feet. Correct, and I don't think he's that. Right. All right. I'm gonna say no, but I want to see him. For, I, I feel like I want to put like a reservation on that. Like I want to see him first. All right, but that's cool. Um, Corbin Kalfusi. No, still a three, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Sinio Kelimete. No. This dude hasn't even been assigned a number yet. No, he's not. Hey, no disrespect, my man. And I really, wait, by the way, I looked him up and I do like this guy. He's, he's played in the league for nine years. He's not just some random ass dude. No, um, no. And last year he started five games. He played in 14. He's, he's all right. So I don't mean any disrespect at all. He might make the team and just surprise us. But a nine-year vet, 31 years old, and at a position that you have him playing guard, right? Yes. You have him as a guard, yeah. Yes. I I think I think we finally have some depth at, depth at guard. And that's, that sounds crazy, but Alex Mack allows another person to move over and play guard. You know what I mean? And so I think it's a little different. The way they construct configured this line and built this roster, they did it based off of making giving offering a lot of versatility. So we're at three, and it's going to get interesting where how we construct. In our opinion, let me ask this question: the final fifty-three, does Gutierrez uh, count against the fifty-three man? I know he doesn't count against the ninety. I do think he does, yes. On a final cut down, if he, he makes it will be a part of the final 53. Oh, well, then, okay. All right. He's not you, a, like you said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You answered that because you said he's practice squad eligible. Yes. You answered that already. My apologies for he, um, he's kind of considered like a street free agent, if you will. Yeah, but street free agents count against the the ninety. So I mean, it's 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 all bonus. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, because it, because it's the, it's it's an international program. That's why. Oh, it's... Man. What? Wait, no. Sorry, Niner trying to get his toy, but it's wrapped up on my microphone wire. Go, get out of here. He's like rubbing up, rubbing his head against my my calf, and I don't know what's going on there. All right, I'm sorry. All right, so I'm gonna say no to Cineo, but I would not be surprised. If there was an injury or something, and he made he made the roster. All right, here we go. This is one I can't wait to get your opinion on. Colton McKivitz. Yes. And I'm going to tell you why. Colton McKivitz could play guard and tackle. Let's remember before this trade was announced. Before this trade was announced, right? They needed. They needed. When they announced that Joe Staley retired, everything went into panic mode. Once they agreed to terms on a trade, officially, they came back and they drafted Colton McKivitz. And at that time, they said, Colton McKivitz, if we did not acquire Trent Williams, was going to be our pick at their early slot that they wound up trading for Trent Williams. Now, the way I look at this is, this is the, this is the guy that's – this is the part of the reason with the versatility on this offensive line. You have Colt McKivitz, who learned the guard position last year, but played tackle in college. So now he's going to offer you guard and tackle versatility and depth 
Um, this team is very, very high on him. In my opinion, I think this kid needed one full offseason in a weight room, and I think you could see an improvement in his play. Um, he was they, – they awarded him the Golden Helmet Award being, like, you know, one of the top prospects they scouted. I think there was two of them last year. There was three of them this year. So it's kind of like a prestige award in the um, the draft room and among among the the scouts. So there's something there. And if you watch, Kyle kept giving him opportunities at guard. Granted, he got pushed around a lot, but that's why I'm saying I think the the strength in the offseason, if he could get that strength up, I think you're going to see him have a role in this team. Maybe not this year because I do think Banks will be ahead of him, but going forward potentially, potentially at the right tackle spot. Or if they can't come to terms with Tomlinson. You mean right guard. Huh? You meant right guard, right? No, I meant right right tackle. Because you mentioned Banks. Well, Banks is that right guard. Oh, ahead of him at guard. Uh, okay, I, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I apologize. I, apologize. I see what you're saying. Um, this is what I like about McKivitz. I've heard multiple coaches talk about how important it was that our rookies last year didn't get the uh, OTAs. Not OTAs. Um, what is it called? Minicamp. The training yeah. minicamp. Yeah. They, they didn't get that. And so when they show up to OTAs, what is it? Which one is first? Minicamp or OTAs? Mini. Okay. You have, you have the rookie minicamp, then you have, we, and you have the OTAs, then you do the minicamp, and then they go on break. And which then, is now. Yeah. So what what portions were we missing last year? The rookie minicamp? I think we missed all of them. Did we miss all of them? I I think they tr- they were going to try to do the rookie camp. Yeah. And it, it, they didn't go through with it. Yeah, well, I, I've more recently Kyle Shanahan uh, during his last presser talked about how important the rookie minicamp was and and OTAs, and then when guys just show up for camp, it's like, oh shit, like I'm bad at this, and I don't have time to work on it. I think it's very very crucial to a guy like Colton McKivitt who played tackle, was forced in at guard, mm-hmm. and like just here you go, let's play. Yeah, and so I think this off season for him. I don't think it's just a step up. I think you see him take multiple steps up. And I'll be honest with you, we haven't got to this name yet, um, and I'm going to hold tight on it. I'll, I'll say it now. I have Sean Coleman as my swing tackle. I would not be surprised if Colton takes enough steps forward where he becomes the the uh, top lead tack, uh, swing tackle. Yeah, and when we finish, I'm going to explain something to you why I think this offensive line this year, not only because of the addition of Alex Mack, but – and, and Banks, I think this offensive line could be better than the one last year in many ways, not only in the starting five, but as far as depth and versatility. You got guys that are – you got Brunskill that can play across the line of scrimmage anywhere. That that one piece, that's huge. And you still have him on your roster where if you do keep a Sean Coleman, all right, and he comes out flat and he struggles a little bit, yeah, Brunskill's your backup center or your backup guard. But guess what? You can now put Brunskill at the tackle spot if he's struggling because he gives you the ability to do that because of his versatility. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, DJ Malone has a quick question. Just can, can McKivitz play center? And I have never – Yeah, I'm not 100% I think, sure. I think, I think 
in my personal opinion, I, I don't know if you want a six six center. I think I think he's too tall to play the position. I think he got reps inside of the senior bowl two years ago as a guard, right and left right and left guard, but the majority of it he was playing right tackle. College he played majority right tackle. I think he had two starts at guard. Um he played left tackle too, didn't he? Yeah, and he had, he played left tackle, but the majority was the right side. But he did play several games at the left side due to injury. Yeah, so I I don't think uh, he gets any snaps at center. I don't think it would be smart. Six six is a big center. That's a really really big center. You're asking him to get super low. Uh, that, that Creed Humphrey, who was allegedly the number one center, was six five coming out this year. Not six so, six. Yeah. I know, I know, we're getting nitpicky here, but there's a limit to everything. Yeah. I mean, look, look at Alex Mack, right? That's the guy that everyone wants here, and he's six four. So I'm just saying, I, I just don't think that's, I don't, I think that's a lot to try to overcome. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't think he can. I'm not, not talking about ability. I'm just saying, based off of height, I don't think that they, they put him there. All right, but we have him making the roster, right? Yeah, yeah. and maybe with a bigger role than what he had last year. Yeah. All right, here's another good one here. <clears throat> There's a rookie, Jalen Moore. I, me personally, I like what I've seen from him at the Senior Bowl. I think he's a he, he's a fierce competitor. He can play right tackle. I think everyone's projecting him inside as a potential replacement to uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. Ladanian Tomlinson. Woo! Wow, did I call him Ladanian Tomlinson? Lakin Tomlinson. Lincoln Sorry. Tomlinson. Um. Sorry. I know because I'm watching the NFL Network and they just showed a highlight of Latanian Thompson. But I'm, Lake Thompson. I'm watching the basketball game in the background. So so now he gives you a, a piece there for the future. And I think he could be a candidate for the right tackle spot also if they can't come to a deal with McGlinchey. I, I think, that, I think that's why he was brought in. I think they I know they picked up McGlinchey's option, but I'm not – that that that's that's one year, mm-hmm. and it's fully cap. Like, if it's ten million, it's ten million against the cap. So if something, if they can't come to an extension, whatever they decide to do, if if he's not a part of the future of the 49ers, you keep your eye on this kid because he was very impressive in the Senior Bowl. Yeah, I I like him a lot. Uh, obviously, Niners fifth round pick, they liked him too. Um, I like this kid. He, he's raw in a lot of, of a lot of aspects, but yeah. the flashes that you see, what you what you when you to me when you draft a player, you look at their their ceiling games or their their best moments and hope that you can teach them to be consistent in those moments. Correct. Or if, if you fine tune them, you fine tune them. Right. Right. And if if you can coach this guy to play to his ceiling consistently, he's a starting tackle in the nfl yeah right i'll I'll, I'll say that right now i'll say that right now now here's another name that interests me a lot and so we both have him making the roster right five right we're up to to five five. yes sir okay dakota shepley now this is the guy from british columbia um six five now he's very light for six five in my opinion 290 um he was with the jets as an undrafted free agent and then they waived him um he was with the Canadian Football League, and that's really where the Niners, in my opinion, fell in love with him. Yeah. Um, so, 
you know, he's from he's from Ontario again, British Columbia University, uh, University of British Columbia. Um, what do you what do you think about this? I I'm intrigued by this guy, and I don't know why, Tony. No, he, honestly, he's interesting, and you heard once they picked him up, you heard like reports out of camp about him, not out of camp, but out of like practices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They were positive. He's he's a technician. He's not going to bully you with strength and size. He's a technician. He's he's a student in the game, and he's very sound technically. So I think if I think it's between him and Brendel, in my opinion, for I don't think he makes the fifty three. I think he's going to be a candidate for the practice squad. He was a candidate for the practice squad last year. They brought him up to the active roster. Never played, but. I, I do think he's a very strong candidate for the practice squad. Unfortunately, I just can't see him outplaying McKibbitz, Banks, Moore. I, I can't see him at the Brunskill, that type of level. So I, I don't think he makes that final cut. Bro, the, all right. So I know this might not mean a lot to people, right? But in the Canadian Football League in 2018, this young man was the fifth overall pick. Yes. I thought he was higher. I thought he was the third. No, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. He was definitely high, but I'm not talking round. I'm talking overall. This guy was a priority, a priority. Um, and so, oh man, it says something. It says, believe me, it, I'm thinking <laughs> the same way you are. It says they're, they're seeing something. But the problem is, I just think there's too much talent at the position right now on this roster and the versatility that they offer. I, I just can't see. You have one player that can play all three positions. You have three. Tony, what? This guy is athletic as hell, man. No, you're 100%. He's right. You're, <laughs> you're, you're right. But my question to you, Mike, now, now just hear me out. He is athletic. There's no doubt in my mind. But I kind of get the sense they're going a different direction on the interior. Well, that that's what's confusing to me, right? So you look at the Aaron Banks pick, and you're thinking power, mauler, right? Like what I wanted from Josh Joshua Garnett. Correct. That's what your brain tells you. Yeah. But then you see this signing, and it's like, all right, we want to get to the second level and still be effective. Correct. But remember, there were several times that this team got stuffed on third and short, fourth and fourth and short, on the goal line. And I think Kyle got sick and tired of it. And I think mm-hmm. he put those dogs down and say, go. On a yeah. situation like that, move the line. And that's why I think they did that. And that's why I think they took the two guys. And if you look at their draft, I, I never got to go over the whole draft class, but if you look at their draft, every they doubled down on positions of need for the next free agency group, which this team does, and it's a f- great philosophy to do. They doubled down on everything, corners, running backs, linemen. So it, it's just very interesting, and I'm very like fascinated by it. Oh, shit. What's going on, man? What's up? Figured I jumped in real quick. How's it going over there, bro? It's going. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the spotlight on you. You ready? Uh, yep. 
Dakota Shepley making the roster as a guard? Yes or no? Uh, I'm going to oh. – He's got practice squad eligi- eligibility, so yeah. let me just put that out there. Um, I'm going to go with yes. Let's go. Let's go. I like that. I like Nick. I like that a lot, bro. I like that a lot, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go with yes because um obviously, you know, even though we have the injury to school and he plays tackle, obviously, but um that kind of puts um the hell's his name? Brunskill as a backup guy over there if Aaron Banks starts. And he could be a backup guy as a, a guard over there for Banks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it, man. I like it. How long are you rocking with us? You want to keep going? You, you sticking with us? Yeah. Stick with you guys for a few minutes. All right. All right. So we're going to keep it moving here. Tony, I got to get the answer from you, man. Uh, you Do you have Shepley making the 53 or are you putting him on the practice squad or just? No, I'm going to put him on the practice squad. Really? Really? Yeah. All right, so you're still at five, right? Yes. I'm going to get the six here. I'm going to get the six here. I didn't think Nick was going to do it. I thought I was going to be on this ledge by myself. Uh, let me let me ask this question really quick before I, before I say this. How hard is it to alternate linemen, offensive linemen, during a, uh, a drive? Alternate meaning switch them out? Yeah. Not hard at all. You see it all the time. How many times they switched Compton? How many times they switched Brunskill? How many times they switched McKivitz in that right guard? Well, was that due to poor play or was that due to a package? That I don't know. See, I'm talking about packages here because I think this guy could be utilized in certain packages. I don't know. All right. I think our guard spot is weak enough where I could see him getting some shine in certain moments and uh, really doing this thing. So I'm going to go – I'm up to six now. You're still at five, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's let's keep this thing rocking here. Uh, the next guy is Lincoln, Lakin Tomlinson. I don't think we're any of us are going to say no here, but let me just get a consensus of the room. Do you guys have him making the yeah. final 53? Yes. I think he actually gets an extension. So He's only been in the league for seven years. Uh, so that that wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, he's th- he's 29 years old, not even 30 yet, uh, and the team has been in love with him. Mayhew came over. He vouched for this guy, and he has been basically the Iron Man for the 49ers. Um, he's probably one of the most underrated linemen we have. I do think that he doesn't quite get his uh, just and respect. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Um, any other thoughts on Lincoln Tomlinson before we move on to the next guy? I, I figured that was going to be a unanimous sweep, so we just keep it moving. So you're you're seven, and I'm six. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of scary, right? All right, here we go. Um, Isaiah Williams, Isaiah Williams. Now he's only been in the league for one year. Uh, he's from Akron. Oh, I'm sorry. He that's what that's what college he went to to Akron. Um, and he signed with Washington football team as, an, as a UDFA in 2016. Okay. 
2016, but he's only got one year of eligibility. Now, what's up with that? I don't have him making it. Isaiah, he doesn't make the team. I'm inclined to agree with you guys. So, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, sorry. I'm inclined to agree with you guys. I do not have Isaiah uh, making the final the final 53. Um, <clears throat> I just wonder why the team picked him up. This guy, like, there's no competition. It was probably competition for, like, school or. Let me see something here. Let me let me just let me just check something here. <clears throat> let me just see something here. Cause he's a he's a guard. I just got. I'm trying to figure out. Well, you got to remember, we didn't bring back Garland, right? It was Garland that we didn't bring back, or Bunsko? Which one? I'm so lost right now. He's been Garland. With- one, right. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's been on nine professional teams. Ten total. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say nine because he did play with the Atlanta Legends. But like, if you're on so many teams but can't make a roster, why'd they pick him up? And they made him active last year. For the December nineteenth game and the January second team, uh, second game, he was actually dressed. Yeah, weeks fifteen and seventeen. That was against elevated. Elevated to the actor. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't see him making it. I don't. I, I think they have. He signed the future contract January fourth. I don't know what the, what the fascination is with this guy. The, it, it's got to get to the point, Mike, where you got to bring bodies in. You have to have bodies in camp. It, it, it's hands down. That's it. Yeah, you got to have a starting offensive line. You got to have a second string offensive line, a third string offensive line. You're not going to play your veterans. So the guys that are on the twos go to the one. The guys that are now on the, the were on the threes go to the twos, and then you need to bring pieces in for the threes. So. Like, how many players are on the roster right now? You said 13, 14? Oh, shit. The total offensive linemen. Yeah, the count we had at the beginning, uh, it was 14. I think it was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So there's 16. That's right. Six. I said 16, and we got to get down to nine. That's what it was. 16. I think, I I think, I think it's definitely going to be eight with one questioning for the nine spot. That's what I think, because yeah. I think you're going to go in, and they're going to try to keep as much depth on the defensive line this year. Well, I'm up to six. You're only up to five. No, and no, you're I'm, up to seven. Tony's up to six. Yeah, you're seven. I'm six. Okay. There's only there's only two tackles left. I mean three. There's only three tackles left. Yeah. You you got Sean, Sean Coleman. Coleman. Do we have him making the team? I'm gonna say yes. Yes. Nick, you got you got Coleman making the team? Um <clears throat> who were the other tackles you guys kept? 
You just got Trent, McGlinchey, and Sean Coleman that are listed as tackles. As tackle, yeah, we're doing it how the team has them listed. But okay. we also yeah, kept, uh, we, kept team, yeah. we kept Colton McKivitz also as a tackle. Yeah, that's where. I, yeah, yeah, th- I, I think he makes it again, but he he was a holdout last year, right? And the year before he was injured. Yeah, what do you mean? He got a leg, fr- either ankle or a tibia fracture in a preseason yeah. game. Then he went, he opted out for COVID, and then he's back. So, and he's on a one year deal, right? He was on one year deals all three times. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I have a making. I mean, it it really depends on how McKibbins comes along this year. Like in camp, I mean. I think he's a possible cut, but I have him making the team right now. Sean Coleman. Yeah. All right. I got him making it right now. That takes me but, up I mean, to he's eight. the original swing tackle. But yeah, I know. That's why I got him making it. The team just won't move on from this guy. That's why. That's exactly why I have him making it. Um, and so with that being said, that's eight for me. Tony, you got him making it? Yes. You're going to have nine, and I'm going to finish with eight. Yeah. Because like, the last two are Mike McGlinchey and Trent Williams, and I think, think that's, you don't think they would move on from him. And, and I understand where you're saying because they haven't so far. But you got to think the one year he was injured, the next year he, the one year he was a swing tackle. We had just drafted uh, Justin School, so you have a rookie. So then you go and he breaks his leg, so he's out. Justin School gets playtime, becomes a swing tackle. Then he opts out, and you have you draft a guy the year he opts out in Colton McKivitz, and he's no longer a rookie now. So that pressure is on on him to. But I have I have McKivitz making the team anyway. No, 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 no. But I'm saying as I'm saying that they could get rid of Coleman. Because depending on the play of McKivitz, that's what it, I mean. But like you said, you usually keep what eight or nine. Linemen. Well, la- last year they kept nine at the final breakdown, and as far as tackles, they only kept four. I have them keeping five. I have Trent Williams, Mike McGlinchey, Colton McKivitz, Sean Coleman, and uh, wait. Oh, I only have four. I only have four. Also. Yeah. Oh, that my other guy is uh, Shepley. That's that's the extra guy that I have in there. Okay. Yeah, but he plays guard, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was looking. I was trying to figure out where my ninth guy came from. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so that's it, man. I mean, I. That's it. There's no more offensive linemen that we have. Uh, now, let me ask you guys this question: Should we count Long Snapper in the offensive lineman conversation? No. What? No, because they go under special teams. Right. That's just Tabor Pepper. So, all right. I mean, that that's really it, man. I don't have anything else for the show for the night, guys. I think that was pretty cool. And uh, so, all right. Last year, these were the names that made the final roster. Let's let's talk about the differences here, okay? Uh, so at tackle last year, we had Trent Williams, Mike McGlinchey, Colton McKivitz, and Justin School. I'm swapping out Justin School 
for Sean Coleman. Yep. Right? We all agree there so far. Well, Nick was a little iffy about Sean Yeah, I Coleman. think he just has the possibility of being cut. I think he makes the team, but I think he's probably the edge guy. Yeah. The, on the and, ledge guy. Yeah. At guard, they had last year Lincoln Tomlinson, Daniel Brunskill, and Tom Compton. I swapped out Tom Compton for Shepley. But you also added Banks and Moore. Damn. Banks and right. Banks and Jalen Moore. The 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 a fifth round pick. Oh Jalen Moore. I didn't hear I didn't hear, hear what you said. Yeah. So I got five there. But that's what I was telling you earlier. The versatility this is where the versatility kicks in. You didn't even do centers. Well, Weston Weston Richburg and Ben Garland. Was and have, so that's eleven though. No, but you, you take out Weston Richburg and you uh, because we have Alex Mack now. And who's the backup center? It's going to be Brunskill. Mm-hmm. I think as of right now. Or, you don't have Garland either. I think it's Brunskill or or that's where you could see Brendel or Shepley. That's why I think it's going to come down to Brendel, Shepley. Well, I think both of them actually go to the practice squad because – they're so heavy with interior with, with guard and tackle that they can afford to keep two interior guys that can play center guard on the practice squad rather than bringing a tackle. And because you have guys in more Brunskill, Coleman that could play left or right tackle. Right. So Mike, then don't you have 10 though? No, because the two centers that we had last year, I had, neither one of them are making the no, roster. No, I know, but you have five. You had five tackles. Uh huh. I got one center and Alex Mack, but I have Brunskill as a guard. I have, I have Brunskill as a guard slash tackle. I mean, I'm sorry, guard slash uh, center. So I got Alex Mack, right here. I'll, I'll start. Let me start from the top. I got Alex Mack. I have uh, Daniel Brunskill, Aaron Banks, Jalen Moore, Colton McKivitz, Jalen Moore, Dakota Shepley, Lincoln Tomlinson, and then the three tackles at the end of the, at the end of the list, which are Sean Coleman, Mike McGlinchey, and Trent Williams. That's my ten. That's 10. That's why I said you had 10. You said no. Instead of 9, I said you had 10. Oh, shit. I, all right. That's why I was confused. I'm like, you said five tackles, four, four or five guards. Let me make sure. Five tackles, four guards. Aaron Banks. And a center. Brunskill. Colton McKivitz. Wait. Alex Mack. Aaron Banks. Brunskill. McKivitz, Moore, Shepley, Tomlinson, and yeah, and three. Yeah, oh, so I am at ten. I'm at ten. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he's right. He's right. Uh, damn, ten offensive linemen, huh? That's hard. I think you got to get rid of somebody. That's too many offensive linemen. Sean Coleman. Nah. I think I think what's his name in this situation he goes Shepley. Yeah, you got to get rid of Shepley then. You I, have to. I'm good going in with eight. Tony, and what were your final eight? Do you remember? 
You didn't have Shepley. Take my list and just subtract. The two tackles, the two starting tackles are McGlinchey and Trent Williams. The Uh the two guards are Tomlinson and Banks. Your center is Mac. Mac. And then you have more run skill and Coleman. So no McKivitz? Did I say McKivitz? No. All right, so nine then. McKivitz. Both of us missed the player because we we thought we were going to finish with eight for me. I mean, eight for you and nine for me. And we both finished with nine and ten. What player did we miss? The centers. The center. Uh, I don't know. I can't figure it out. Because oh, I, 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 the way you did it, it, it was confusing a little bit. Yeah. It was confusing. I would have done it like you do your starting five, and then you do your back. You, you go off your starting five. So that's my starting five, and I would bring the four behind the starting five, so that makes nine. You got one that can play center guard tackle. You have one that can play guard tackle. The other one can play guard tackle, and the other one's a true swing tackle. So I would do nine. All right. I like it, man. I can't wait to see how this all plays out, man. I really, really can't. I know that some people think that these shows are boring, but this is what this is what it's all about. And I'll be honest with you. I know people talk about the defensive line being the strength of the team and all that. This position think, group, this position group is the most important on the team. I, I don't care who your quarterback is. I don't care who your wide receivers are. I don't care who is uh, your running back. I, none of that matters if your offensive line is trash. This is the most important group on the team. I'm it excited. Really, I'm more really excited means. about the offensive line this year than I am the defensive line. And that's not that's not because of the fact of <clears throat> I don't think the defensive line is going to be good. That's because I think this offensive line is 90% improved just by two positions. Um, you know, bringing Trent Williams back, obviously. And then the, the addition to Alex Mack is bigger than a lot of people think because of the fact of communication. And I think a lot of that had to do with last year, um, you know, Trent Williams kind of throwing people under the bus and things like that, where we were talking about it before, where he said, you know, and you've heard players say the center in Kyle Shanahan's system is the most important position on the offensive line. And bringing a veteran in like that, I think this line is really that much improved. And that's why I said Alex Mack, the most important free agent that they could sign. Yep, mm-hmm. I agree, Tony. I agree. And if it was up to me, he would have been the first player we signed. It's not right. about how you start; it's about how you finish, baby. No, I hear you, but he he would have been bang. That would have been my guy. Yeah. Well, I think it. I think it had to do with a lot with the Trent Williams stuff, making sure that they could do it and get that done, the restructures and things like that. Because you remember, in the beginning, we were really, really low on money. Yeah. Until we turned everything around. So, yeah, yeah. Now, guys, if you're out there and you're still watching, you enjoy the show, make sure you guys come back at midnight in about two hours and 20 minutes. Um, we will be bringing you guys another fun filled show where you guys just get to ask all the questions you want. We go in chronological order and we answer as many as possible. So, get here, man. Get here and get on that earth. Ask some embarrassing questions. Yo, I want, I want the, I want them to turn it up a little bit. I want them to get juicy. And I'm not just saying this because, like, you know, 
Brian's wife listens when he does the shows or anything like that, right? Like my wife now, for the first time ever, she stays out here while I'm doing shows. This is what the power of PlayStation 5, guys. That's what this is, the power of PlayStation 5. My wife is sitting here literally right now playing the game, all right? Like she she's playing the game literally right now. Melissa's when I watch football, she's not out here. When I do shows, she's not out here. Now, get a new game system and she's here. She's here. She's here. So I'm not trying to, you know, get anybody in trouble or anything like that. I really want us to have some hard hitting questions, some stuff that makes people a little uncomfortable. And I'm looking forward to it. So uh, I don't know who's going to be on for the midnight show. I believe Brian will be there then. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else is going to make it, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, guys, let's wrap this thing up with final thoughts. We'll go with Nick. We'll go with Tony. And then and then I'll take it home. Yeah, I'm just going to be real quick, man. Uh, it, it, it The talk about offensive linemen is, <clears throat> is very important. Like you said, Mike, it starts in the trenches. And we got to stay healthy this year because the offensive line produces the run game and also the quarterback play. So, um, you know, we have to – I know a lot of people don't support the offensive line or things like that and wear jerseys more so of offensive linemen, but they are probably the most important positions on the football field. So breaking it down is good, uh, kind of getting to know who they are, watching tape and uh, understanding what they do. And if you need any information on that, ask Tony because Tony's like really dug into that <laughs> stuff. <clears throat> um, but, no um, – yeah, just important position, man. I know it's boring talk, but it should be interesting. See what happens. Yeah, um, you're 100% right. The offensive line is a huge piece. It's going to be a huge piece of this team's success. Um, I just find it interesting on some of the decisions they made with this offensive line. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be a different – uh, a change in philosophy, if you will. I do think there's an ulterior motive, though, behind some of these moves that they made as far as Banks, Moore, Mac. Um, you know, just keep a clear head and just let's watch this preseason and see what happens. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. The, it looks like the team – like is is torn between two different philosophies here. Do we want to be quick and 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 whatever, or do we want to be powerful and dominant? And uh, I tell you what, you really want to be well rounded and do it all. So I like that the Niners have picked up some of these players that they have, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and see how all this plays out. It really, really is. Um, my final thoughts are not available until I see you guys at twelve. Ah, how do you like that? No, I'm kidding. Miss Debbie, thank you for being back in here. We are happy to see you back up in, uh, in the chat. We wish you the best. We're praying for you still. And uh, Faithful, I'll see you guys at midnight. Let's get up out of here, guys. All right, we're going to point our way out of here. You guys ready? Let's see if we can do it. One take. Ready? Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We out of here, guys. Peace. Peace. Let's go. <laughs>